Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? Yo, Monica, how you doing? Oh, real good. How are you doing? I don't know. I'm pretty excited about this podcast episode. <laughs> <Are> you? <laughs> this podcast episode actually almost never happened because of my freaking pre-ancient computer that is dragging this morning. I mean, hashtag upgrade. Hashtag upgrade for sure. If anybody knows where I should get a new computer or you believe you have the solution to all technical issues going away out of your life, please let me know. Oh my God. The one technical issue I think we need to solve is why the hell do we have so many cords? Everything should just like work. Right, right. Like be powered by lights or something. (laughs) Like I just don't understand how we can figure out how to like... I don't know know. how we make everything work except for this. I know. Nothing makes me happier than like when your TV guy comes and he like puts everything into a neat, perfectly bound. Everything's perfect. But nothing else in my life looks like that. Just my TV (laughs) that somebody else did for me. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. My computer. It's not that not that good. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I think you'll get a kick out of this one. It's going to be going to be a good one today. Jen and I, I don't, we're not going to duke it out. All right. So if you like Jen and I fighting, I'll probably find a way to get a jab in or two for her. And I'm Please. sure she'll find the same with me, but today jabs gonna, don't even hurt. Whatever. <laughs> I'll make them hurt. You want them to hurt? Is this what we want? I think that's the point. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. All right. Today, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about ridiculous requests that your clients have made to you (laughs) in in and over the, you know, over the years or throughout your career or whatever. And we did get a few people. We asked a few people and we've got some good stories. So, uh, Jen, do you want to go first on this one? Ridiculous requests that your clients have Well, I think like we can all think of ridiculous stuff. I mean, anything from using the commission to negotiate like repairs or something Mm -hmm. like that is completely Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like we already had an agreement, like, right. Get out of my wallet. When was the last time that your boss was like, yeah, so we're going to have to (laughs) your pay or whatever. It's ridiculous. From that to like people asking to like for you to clean the property or like, honestly, I think it's ridiculous if you want me to show up for every showing like from another agent. (laughs) No, but I don't know if you agree with that, but I I think in, in some, in some States and some places they do. yeah. Yeah. They do show up for every showing, but just like not here, we'd never be able to get anything done. But I thought of a ridiculous request that I made to a client. <laughs> that would now, be funny. Now that's just ridiculous in and of itself. What it is isn't, it? It isn't. Hear what me is out. It? Hear me out. Eye rolling going on. If you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> I've got a lot of eye rolling going on. Exactly. But it was it was pretty funny. So I had been working with this client. We finally found her and her family a house, and it was like 
they were so excited and it was so fun. And like, you know, when you're, when you meet a client and you're doing like, you're finding them a house, it's, you get connected to them. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you're talking to them all the time and you're really like in their business. Right. And so we became friends as, as you do. And so at this time, my husband currently ex currently now, I guess my husband, then he, he and I were buying this house. Well, we were buying it from a hoarder. Okay. Oh God. Plus I had door knocked to find that house. PS I'll tell you. So I found this house and, um, we had agreed on a price. We had agreed on a move out, all this stuff. Well, I get to the house and she's not moved out and Uh. she, and her movers had already called me. And I was like, I'm coming over because her movers were like, she told us it was about 2,400 square foot house. They were like, she told us that we only had like, it was a half a day, like two (laughs) truckloads. She's a hoarder. (laughs) it's not just two truckloads oh my god so I was like oh my god I told her to give me the keys and to get out because it was our house at that point and that I'd call her later yeah you were gonna take all her stuff no I was gonna so I called her and um anyway no I gave her some options I was like we can take care of it right and come and pick it up Anyway, we ended up dropping it off five truckloads later, but prior to that, our client, I called my client because we, it was packed. I mean, it was packed, like just, she's a hoarder. Right. To the ceiling. And it's, yes, it smelled like mothballs and cat pee. Oh my God. She had mothballs even in the cedar closet. So I, I think I had just like helped this client close on this house today. So we were like kind of. Anyway, we were connected or like in the thick or like it was a few days ago. Anyway, like I called her and I was like, and she was so nice and her and her husband and her family was like, I was like, I'm desperate. Can you guys help me come back? No, you didn't. No, I thought that's where you were going with this. And I'm thinking, no, she would not do that. And she did. No. It was, we're still friends. This was years ago. Are you though? Years ago. Yes. Because (laughs) she is just like the nicest person in the world. And truly I was like desperate (laughs) because we had already rented the house we were living in. Like the tenant was moving. I was like, we have got to get our stuff in here. And then some of our other friends were coming in the morning with all eight of their kids. Like, and they, we got all the stuff moved out, but literally five truckloads, a U uh, like a big U-Haul truck plus two regular trucks. And we filled up her 1200 square foot condo. We no, we just with filled all it up. her stuff. Oh yep. my God. <gasps> I know part of me gets so sad for her for that. Like not her, you're not her, you're obviously not your fault, but oh my God. I know. Oh my God. You asked your clients to help. I you did. And I don't know why I was trying to think back of like, why did I ask them? Cause like, it was just yeah. something was like, in me, like you have to ask them. And I did. And I was like, I am so sorry. I'm really desperate. And they were like, they were so nice. Like you were friends today. (laughs) Oh my God. That's classic. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask your clients to do that in the future. People, people. (laughs) No, but see, I would do that for some, I've done that for people, right? Like, you know, you know, you have friends that are like, they've got to move out now. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And you like yeah, yeah, rally yeah. and go because people don't ask you, like you can tell in their voice, like, are they desperate? Like, 
Yeah. Like I remember one time my friend asked me to babysit her kids and I was like, Oh, she must be desperate. She must be desperate. I better go help her. (laughs) So I was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) All right. Here are a couple of mine. I have not ever asked a client to do anything as ridiculous as that. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) All right. So one time a client asked me if I would sit in their car with their child why they went in and checked out the house. Now, not maybe ridiculous, but one of those where I'm like, I felt like I was asked to sit at the kids' table. Like, I'm a freaking realtor <laughs> here. Are they allowed in there without you? No, and that's what I ended up saying. I said, God, I'd love to, but I think what we're going to need to do is one of you going to sit in there, yeah. and I'll be it. Because yeah. of that, I couldn't let them in the house by themselves. Right, so exactly. Actually, that's happened to me a couple of times. I don't know. What do I look like? Like a babysitter, like aunt, aunt Monica or something? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I bet you're um, a great aunt. What? <laughs> I am a good aunt. Yeah. I'm a good aunt. All right. Another time, a client asked me, "Do you think the seller would let me have a surprise party <laughs> at the house before closing? <laughs> before they owned it?" because their like relative, I don't know, is her mom or something was coming in and it was her birthday and oh they wanted to surprise her with the house and no. her birthday. I was like, wait a second. Can you say that again in a different way? Because what I thought I heard you say was that you wanted to have a surprise party in the house you don't own. No. Oh my God, it was so classic. But people ask all the time, like, can we go ahead and start making repairs and stuff? And it's like, yeah, um, they do. No. No, at your you own risk, I guess. It. But one time I had a client ask me if I could float them the money for their earnest money and they would give it to me next week. Yeah. What'd you say? For real. Uh, no. no. <laughs> In fact, we had to have a real hard conversation. Like, should you be buying this house right, right now? A yeah, house? like you buying any house. I don't know. No. This one was, I don't, this wasn't necessarily a request, but it's like my best realtor story. And I'll make it short, but we, I was showing this house in St. Bernard to this first time homebuyer family and they had a brand new baby. I mean, uh, mom holding the baby the whole time, like weeks old, probably shouldn't be out of the house. I don't know. And then they had like a four-year-old. He was darling. So cute. And this is the last time I ever did this. I went into the kitchen, put my keys and at the time, the key fob that you had to use to get in these houses and yeah. my phone down and toured the house. And mm-hmm. we went down to the basement, not a walkout, no windows, only bla- uh, glass block. And we hear this. And it's Uh-oh. the basement door. And then we hear the. Oh, <laughs> the kid, the four year old locked the mom, the dad and the infant and I in the basement. And I go flying up the steps and it's like, yeah, it's for sure locked. Oh and I'm like, I forget his name at the time. Let's say it was Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. And the mom comes flying up. Tommy, what are you doing? He's like, no. He just kept screaming. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking around the basement. I'm like, nobody knows I'm here. Oh they didn't God. have phones. It's like It was, you know, early, early on. And she said, Tommy, mommy is very, very scared. You must unlock the door. And Tommy says, no, I have to poop. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Tommy, 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 <laughs> Tommy. So what felt Children like an are terrorists? Yeah, I mean, it was awful. It was very. What awful. happened? He ended up unlocking the door. Thankfully, After, he could. Where did he poop? 
He never, I didn't. I don't know what his problem was. I don't know. But he could have run outside, run out into the street. Like, it was, uh, for, from then on out, I do not have my phone away from me in the house at all, ever. <laughs> ever, ever, so, ever. <clears throat> yeah, so we had a couple people. You you want to take a break and then we'll talk about the couple yeah, other ones we had people break. mention? Okay. Yeah, um, so I do want to mention a couple of our favorite partners. Yeah. Um, my first one is one that we have been getting a ton of leads from because as you know, there's not a lot of expireds and not a lot of, you know, things like that. So we've been using pipeline pro tools. Um, you and your which, team, you yeah, and Alan, which yeah. is like a mark. It's a, it's a marketing engine. So it, like the leads just come to us, which is nice. Wow. Um, so then all we have to do is set up the time to meet. Um, nice. Yeah. So you go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. You'll get a free demo from them. And the demo really talks about how many um, ads they'll need to put out in order. And these ads are how to do them for free. So they'll give you the, fr- uh, the playbook on how I run the free ads. So okay. how many of those to put out in order to do the deals that you want to do. So you're so, not spending any money on the ads or did you decide no. to spend money on the ads? No money. No, no money. Unbelievable. You know how cheap I am. Yeah, I know. That's why that's clarifying. <laughs> and then one of our other favorite partners is my coach, John Kitchens. Yeah. And, yay. And as you know, Monica is a coach too, and we believe in coaching. And that is why that we are paying for a free we're paying for a 60 day trial with John. So it'll be free to you for 60 days. Go to trial.coachcode.com and enter fight club as your sponsor. So Wait, that trial dot what coach code.com coach code C O D E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coach code. Just clarifying for you. <laughs> trial.coachcode.com fight club will be your sponsor where the sponsor is and you can get a free 60 day coaching trial. If you're not where you want to be, a coach will help you get there. That's a no freaking brainer. John, a lot of people pay John a lot of money and like John's me. an amazing coach. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know a couple people he's coaching. Yeah. He's a great coach. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you where exactly you want to be in your business and in your life? Chances are you're probably not. So you've been thinking about coaching you know that in order to get you where you want to go from where you currently are you're going to need help you need accountability you need clarity you need processes you need systems you need people that is what a coach does and i know you've been thinking about coaching but you're scared to take the leap and i totally get it so monica and i were talking and we are going to give you a taste of coaching with my coach coach john kitchens So Monica and I are going to pay for the first 60 days with him, which your life will be completely different in the next 60 days. Go to trial.coachcode.com. There's a section for sponsor, put Fight Club in that section. Monica and I will pay for the first 60 days. And all you have to do is show up. Go to trial.coachcode.com and enter Fight Club. If you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club 
book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring and close out with a final round, but we're going to uh, not have the battle inside the ring, but I'm going to. There's like a couple of more stories that you want to do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 One story from Aubrey. Hey, Aubrey. Aubrey. What's up? She's Um, amazing. She is amazing. She had said that she was able to help her clients buy a house like before it hit the market and that those sellers gave them like $20,000 in sell in concessions wow. in order to do what they need, you know, wanted to do with the house. But then as a lot of people do, they also need to sell their own house. Yeah. So when those buyers went to go sell the house, they didn't even want to like fix the broken dishwasher. <laughs> they got 20 K <laughs> from their new house and wouldn't fix their own damn dishwasher. Right. They were like, it's a seller's market. <laughs> well, clients are jacked. I swear. They truly believe that like when they're selling, they should get the most amount, but yeah. at the same time when they're buying, they should get a deal. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's just, it is, it is. Uh, yeah, Aubrey, that's a good one. That's a good one. Tiffany Ford, who's amazing hey, in girl. Virginia. What's up, Tiffany? She told a story about a client uh, just hitting the road after, I guess, getting their house under contract and ended up staying away for four to six weeks and called Tiffany towards the end of that time and asked her if she'd go in clean out their refrigerator for her because it was probably oh. pretty gross. Oh. Well, the problem is that Tiffany... Being the kind, loving, loving soul that she is, said yes. <laughs> that's so I know nasty. that's like one of those things. I know we've done a podcast on it before. It's like, what do you do? You yeah. know? Yeah, that's a little above and beyond. You know, I just sold a house, a condo to a client, a buyer of mine, and the seller said, disclosed, do not open the refrigerator door. Oh. You do not want to smell the odor inside the refrigerator. You will have to remove the refrigerator and never open the door. <laughs> I was like, I want to open body? the door. I know. She said that, I think she said she ended up opening it after closing, but they did haul that sucker right out. What so was it? Just, just awful food. I don't know, Ew, rotted food. So I have no idea. Gross. I think the refrigerator had been turned off and food was in it or something gross. gross. All right. So Lindsay uh, Heger, what's up, hey, Lindsay? Lindsay? She said, and we can all relate to this. She had a buyer once request every single little item on the inspection <laughs> report. Every single noted item. I mean, I've had, I've received inspection addendums that felt like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Like you want us to replace, you want the seller to replace the light bulb in the fridge. Like yeah. really, that's your highest priority here. Yeah, right, right. I have had client just say, just send them the report and tell them, yes, fix this too. So <laughs> that's not what the report is for, but no. okay. No. All right. That's funny. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> we would love to hear your stories. So what should we do? We, we should have them go to uh, Facebook Real Estate Fight Club podcast Facebook page and um, just give us a quick synopsis of something weird that your client has had you had you do or has asked you to do. Exactly. And stay tuned for our, I mean, it's not really a tiebreaker, but another funny story from an agent in Panama, the country. I- 
Very cool. Yes. Yay, yes. Let's so do she's that. she's on next. Um, and if you awesome. like, yes, if you like these episodes, feel free to share it with a colleague. And if you have some interest in working with Monica and I, feel free to give me a call or text at 513-400-1691. We're always looking for awesome agents. Yeah, but if you're not awesome, please. Everybody that listens is awesome, Jen. True, true, true. True, true. All right, Monica, have a good one. See you next time. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. I'm here with our tiebreaker, Suzette Sosa. Hi, Suzette. Hi, how are you, Jennifer? Good. Thanks for being on. So um, you are our tiebreaker for the question. Well, I guess not really a tiebreaker, but we're talking about ridiculous requests from clients. What have you had? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, I, I was actually thinking about this before we, we came to, to, you invited me to date for this podcast. And I was thinking like, usually the stories of, you know, ridiculous requests you hear out there are from real estate agents are based on house requests or contracts between the seller and the buyer. Right. Right. Um, and those are the common ones. Right. So, however, I would like to, you know, focus my story on financial real estate requests. Okay. Okay. So let, let's talk about the hilarious requests from clients when it comes to placing an offer on the house and finally closing the deal. Okay. So for the ones that they, you know, that don't know, know me, my name is Suzette Sosa and I am a financial advisor. So I have a personal brand where my main purpose is to educate people financially and guide them to achieve financial wellness. Mm -hmm. So I'm always giving tips on social media on how to manage money. And this person hired me to be her realtor, which is my business, right? Right. Long story short, I had this client that she followed me on Instagram and me and my team were looking for options for her, different apartments in the city, in Panama City, okay? And we finally found the apartment. She really liked it. She looked at several, several options before closing on this one. Okay. Um, she had the perfect location. Uh, the apartment had little or almost no repairs to be done. So it was like- perfect. Oh my God, it sounds she perfect, but-, yeah. but. <laughs> She has the loan pre-approval as well. Okay. Right? And the seller accepted the offer we placed after, you know, it was a long walk until the seller accepted the offer. Oh, I mean, it was 10% below the market value. So she was like, why are we selling 10% the market value? And I told her, you know, we can invest that money somewhere else. Right. And she was like, great, let's close the deal. So everything was perfect until the buyer said she was not going to sign the contract. Because she found out her mortgage loan was 25, listen to this, $25 over her budget. So she asked me if I could lower my commission so she can pay less for the apartment and save those $24 of her mortgage monthly payment. She actually went there. That is not, yes, no. Did you just say no? Next question. When you're going to buy a house, right? you should do, or your, or your client, you should uh, tell them like, you know what, let's go ahead and do a budget, you know, before buying the house. And then you will include this uh, possible new mortgage monthly payment you're going to have into your budget. Right. It's not like they don't know as the, as part of the conversation with the 
lender, like what the new price is going to be. Yeah, they, they definitely know it. And lowering your commission wouldn't really do anything. Not really, because yeah, it's only $25. But the funny thing is, it's, you know, your income, right? From your income, you should spend 30% from your income on your mortgage loan. So that's more or less like, yeah. you know, the amount of 30%, right? right. And she was on her 22%. So she wasn't oh. even on her 30%. She was on her 22% okay. below her budget. So she was below her budget. Of course, I said no. Right. <laughs> did she buy the house condo? I, I, I said no, no. She did. She did not. Uh, she did not close at the time. But later on, we had like a session, you know, looking at her budget, and I told her like, "You are twenty two percent. You're fine. Right. You know, you right. don't need those twenty five dollars." And then after that, you know, she went ahead and said like, well, you know what? You're right. It's only $25. You know? But I think you're making a good point. And I mean, because you're in real estate and you're also a financial advisor, I think that's really helpful because this is like generally their biggest purchase or if they're investors, it is all about the money. And so us as real estate agents, understanding the financial piece of purchasing a home is really valuable. I think for the, client. for the client, right. And us, if we're helping either side of the transaction, the buyer or the seller, it's still really helpful to understand the math and the numbers, because sometimes they'll say things like this, like, Hey, can you reduce your commission for that? And it literally makes no sense. Like it does not affect them financially. So it makes no sense. And if you didn't no. understand the finances, you may not have the confidence to be like, yeah, no. <laughs> not happening again, also like why would you actually ask me about my commissions like that's my job you know like really, it's not part of the transaction in it's this not case part of the yeah. transaction, right so I, I thought it was like a very ridiculous request like okay. <laughs> it is Definitely very ridiculous it's the ultimately ridiculous request can your commission be part of this transaction no well no. suzette so you are in panama the country not yeah. yes give us like most of our listeners are us based. So do you, but you're familiar with how the U S market works. Do you know of like, like what is one thing that you think Panamanian real estate and real estate agents do better than the U S well, you know, we definitely have a lot of, of stuff that we can, um, uh, acquire from you guys. It's uh -huh. in the U S it's, it's everybody has like their zone, you know, yeah. like this is my zone. But in Panama, it's like everybody can work at any zone, right? Well, it's a lot um, smaller. Yeah, definitely. And then you can work anywhere at any zone. We take a lot of time. Like we, we're struggling a little bit with the digital part, but what we can, but what we do different, it's that, you know, we're Latin Americans and we have like, you know, that, that, you know, we, we make conversations of yeah. different stuff and it's not so transactional. Right. Right. So we became like, we become, we become friends with a yeah. person and then we listen, you know, I have this issue and it's, it's very different. You know, it has that like Latin, you know, thing, the Latin you know? flair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that makes a really huge difference when you're closing the deal for sure, because yeah. you know, the person becomes like kind of your friend and they trust you. They, they trust uh, the advice you're actually giving them, you know, like this one, it's, it's better than that, that makes one. sense because it sounds, yeah. Like a lot of your, I mean, a lot of relations, a lot of deals are done relationally, but this is a little bit, I, I agree with you having been to a lot of Latin American countries and talked to many 
agents in Latin America, the relationship is deeper. It's like a different type. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Well, if people are interested in finding out more about being a real estate agent in Panama, or maybe they want to buy something in Panama or have a referral, what is the best way to get a hold of you? You can actually go ahead and go to my Instagram. I do a lot of financial tips on even real estate investments as well. Panama, mm-hmm. it's a very good place to invest right now. If you guys want to come and invest here in the uh, from the U.S., there's, there's a lot of benefits right now. Definitely a lot of benefits, very good deals. Cause we have, it's not like in the U S okay. In the U S right now, we are on a seller's market, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now over here, we are in a buyer's market. Oh, okay. Hey, so we're definitely on a buyer's market. So, um, well, and people may not know this, but you guys use, um, us dollar as your currency. Yeah, we, you, we do use US dollars and a lot of people speak English here. So yeah. that's a good thing as well. Right. Um, so it's, it's a very good place. If Panama, it's, it's, you know, the location we do, we do have uh, a very, uh, the Panama Canal and we have all that stuff that it's always moving the economy. So it's a very good, and then a lot of investors are coming from, you know, from Europe, or right. from different places. So the prices are really good still yes, right now. In very Panama. good prices. Yeah. It's a good very place good. to invest, I think. Right but yeah, now. you can contact me um, to, to my Instagram, which is Suzette Sosa uh, Sima. So it's S-U-S-E-T-T-E, S-O-U-S-A. And then you can always uh, DM me there. And then if you need anything, I'll be more than happy to assist you guys. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks to you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.